And we're Go. off. And we're Go. off. And we're off. And the horses are, they're running. They, Sullivan's they go. going round on the, 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 she's got the inside corner. Um, I haven't ever listened to a horse race before, but. I think that that's about, I don't think that you're missing too much. <laughs> you know got, what I mean? I've got the basic text uh, down. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's too complex. Uh, so I, I kind of was doing a little bit more of a auctioneer. I think that there's a lot of overlap, right? In in the in the vocal stylings of right, how it sort of the the rises and falls. Yeah, I think so. Because if you think about it, too, like how many auctions and how many horse races are there in the day to day? Like you probably in this freelance economy, you probably need to pick up both. Both shifts. Both See, days. back in the day, there were a lot more, but we don't talk about those job losses. Right. Right. And, and I saw an yeah. article yesterday, someone posted this, that, like, the biggest job loss to automation was when they took, when switchboard operators were no longer necessary. Uh, uh-huh. And they said at one point in time, 15% of women in the U.S. had worked as switchboard operators. Wow. Which is crazy. I didn't read the article, obviously. Um, but I saw the tweet headline of it. Um, of course, that counts to me. <laughs> that to counts. me, you are have a degree in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a switchboard operator. <laughs> <laughs> and, which is fascinating. That is I'm gonna fascinating. Go I'll circle back. <laughs> circle back and take a screenshot of it and send it to me so then I can be an expert. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely I, no problem. I think that, like, um, well, I think we both would probably be bad at that, but I would, I like would to, be horrible. I would like to try, but maybe it would really harness your mental illness in a good way. It could be possible. I, you never I, know. That is possible. One thing that is good about um, working in in bars and restaurants is you can stop listening to people and then do like total recall and be like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Like this, where was I? But yeah. I think as a switchboard operator, that would be like, someone's like, connect me to like, you know, whatever. And then I just haven't been listening and I'm like, Ugh. and right. I just, cause you have to like, remember the name they're telling you. Right. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> I just send them anywhere. They're like, this sucks. This isn't what I wanted to call. I imagine us like being the like the Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie of <laughs> <Yeah>. switchboard <laughs> operators. <laughs> like if that show had been made <laughs> yes. back then. Back then. Yes, that would have been. That would have been so such a good premise. The simple switchboard. <laughs> the two of us <laughs> plugging away. Like, wait, I think it went to the White House. <laughs> or um, oh my God! Wait, the red phone. Fuck. Oh. Um. Hi everyone. This is Foh. <laughs> I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. <laughs> And this is a service industry podcast where we imagine a, a better future and a different past. That is so true. It's in the butterfly effect. Yep. In a podcast. That's what we're studying here. 
Yeah, this is all, you know how those tweets are like, this is, this was an experiment done by the, by the FBI. We have now reached, do you know what I'm talking about? That was like a joke format going around for a while, where it'd be like, it'd be like quote tweeting something, it's like, stand-up was a research project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have now concluded the study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Anyways. Okay, so that was a hilarious joke. That was a joke that is stupid. Okay. Um, Anyways, um, yes, this podcast is sort of about the service industry, I would say. Yeah. Still holding on strong. Um, How's it going, Kelly? How are you? How are we? I'm great. I'm great. Mm -hmm. Um, The royal we. Mm -hmm. Um, I am... Yeah, just plugging along in New yeah. York. Um, yeah. The new extended version of um, Taylor Swift's Red came out today. I saw some um, some rumblings about that. Yeah, so I listened to the 10-minute version of um, All Too Well this morning. Uh, it was fine. I didn't think that it... I don't think it needs to exist, but I'll probably listen to it. Hmm... Seven is, more times? Is it... <laughs> for... To equal 80 minutes of my life total. Is it kind of like a... Is this kind of like a Grateful Dead vibe? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so there long? is... There's some... <laughs> there are definitely some, like, similarities in Deadheads and Taylor Swift stands. The Swifties, as they're called. Like... Yeah. In terms of dedication and uh, disposable income levels. Well, let's not. I'm just kidding. What if I, I the, where I'm living like, now? I actually, kinda... the deadheads are um, working class. <laughs> this obviously where I live now is um, is and was such a, you know, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say sounding board, but that's not right. The dead, the deadheads lived here in massive, massive numbers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say someone recently described Eugene to me as a place for broke burners, like people too broke to go to Burning Man, which is funny because it specifically excludes money, but I said, cool. Yeah. Um, and, then, and that's where my best friend lives. <laughs> and that sounds perfect for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How are you, Lillian? How is, how is Eugene? Eugene is fine. Yeah, yeah, Eugene's fine. I'm not. I don't know. Is that <laughs> a good way yeah. to say it? No, I, yeah. it's fine. Everything's fine. <clears throat> um, as my friend Kofi says, I can always tell how uh, okay or fine you actually are by how many exclamation points you put after I'm okay or right. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which it, the more... It equals the less. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course. Um, it's an inverse yes, relationship. That's what I was looking for. Um, I'm fine. I, I had my, um, uh, I guess something that's not like a sad story about how I'm doing is that I, um, I had, I'm like the steward for the folklore program and the grad student union, which is like a fake union, but well, eh, it is and it isn't. Anyways, uh, you know, when students are in charge of anything, it's, like, not real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That said... Training wheels. It's a training wheel. Yes, exactly. That's a better way to but put it. But you're still on the bike. I'm still on the bike, but my dad's hand is sort of on my lower back. Yeah. Um, what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, 
help me, please. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so we had a little, um, we're about to have like a... Lillian a, doesn't have a therapist right now, so these things eke out. These moments <laughs> eke out. Someone, I met someone who uh, from New York, and we're kind of like buddies now, and he was like, you're not going to find a good therapist here. He was like, first of all, it, the therapists I get are just like, treat me like I'm Tony Soprano, because they've never met anybody who's like not... <laughs> a fucking boring hippie. So they're like, right. oh, you know what I mean? They're like yeah. very taken with any sort of East Coast, you know what I mean? Right. So God, Godspeed to me. But anyways, um, surely there are people out there studying, you know, the masters, Freud, Lacan. Can you talk to one of them? I think it's more of a, I don't know where this is. It's more of a Jung, more of a Jung town. Jung I would town? Say. <laughs> it's a Jung town. <laughs> I like Jung. No, yeah, me too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just saying. The hero's journey. That's what you're on right now. I fucking hope so, Kelly. I fucking (laughs) hope so. That would be amazing. Oh my God, Lillian. All right. Well, all right. Anyways. I actually, you don't need to go to therapy. We just kind of solved everything. It's done. It's done. You're on the hero's journey. End of fucking sentence. Um, yeah, no, so we had, like, a little meet-up, uh, a little happy hour, which means I finally had a real excuse, and I've been meaning to do this, to go to the school bar. Mmm, cool. Right? Like, the bar that's directly across from campus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That everyone's been going to for, like, you know, 60 years or whatever. Right. It's, it's like, called, the bar. It's called Rennie's. Nice. Yeah, nice. and I walked in with uh, this other person in my program, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's fucking perfect!" Because I mean, also like, what is a happy hour in Eugene, Oregon? Beers are a nickel, dude. <laughs> basically, I was like, they're like four dollar. Like everything was like three dollar. Like it was incredible. It was awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. But I walked in, and there was. First of all, it's like, you know, 70s looking kind of like wooden two, two, um, two floors bar and carpeted, obviously pool table, whatever. But there were a shitload of old men there. And I was like, amazing. This is what I want. I'm happy. I feel amazing. (laughs) There were tater tots and there was, um, the ketchup was in an enormous pitcher that they poured from a pitcher. I was like, wow. I've never seen this. I've never seen this. I love it. I've never seen that. I looked like, it seemed like I was like, like from another country being like, uh, I was was watching. Like the bounty of this place. The ketchup's in a picture. I was watching just like the dude put the fucking tater tot sauces in a thing. And I was like, that is amazing. That is so cool. I, it's in a picture? And did that just... Oh, my God. Is that ranch? <laughs> he was like, yeah. It I'm comes screaming. with ranch. It comes with ranch. I was like, that's really amazing. Thank you so much. Um, so, anyways. Um, so, that was fun, and it was great. And then, as I went to close out my, my check that was literally $13, uh, I was like... Um, <clears throat> This old guy was standing next to me immediately was just like, ging, and was just like, I'll buy her a beer. And I was like, thank God. Thank God. No one has perceived me except this one old man who said, sure, 
He said, let me shake your hand. He said, you're married, aren't you? I said, no, I'm not. And he said, well, you've got a firm handshake, and then walked away. Bought me a beer, oh. said, and walked away. Lillian, I wish the men of New York were saying such things to me. Well, you got to come visit, because it seems I know. like... Actually, I slept with someone from the West Coast this weekend, and it was harrowing. Oh. I... He said I was hella rad. No. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I can't believe he really said that. He really did. He really did. Please don't do that, everybody. Please don't do that. But lesson <clears throat> learned. I, I, it's like, west of the Mississippi is not for me. You gotta go east of the Rockies. Yeah. Or something. So. Uh, yeah. But it gave me a little taste of uh, a taste of what you're experiencing. <laughs> yeah, and you know, there's a, there's a few types of older men here, obviously be in a university town, there's like the sinewy, um, like clear eyed professor types. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who have always been hiking and they're like their knees are like larger than like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that people who've been jogging since the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a crazy body type. Yes. Okay, yeah, so like that, and then there's like the old men who are, um, I don't know, like the cool dude who just said, I simply want to hold your hand for a second and buy you a beer, so. Firm handshake. Oof, mama mia. Yeah, he, I, I don't want anyone to get it twisted. He was not like a hot guy or anything. <laughs> just sort of like a shuffling. I don't think anyone thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> it was I will say um, my like little service story is just like a window into what's happening in Brooklyn is on uh, I'm trying to think if it was Friday or Saturday night. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, on Friday or Saturday night this weekend, uh-huh. this man came, sat at the bar. I was like, he's quite handsome. This mm. woman comes. It's clearly like early internet date, first or second maybe. This, it's 1997. <laughs> Sorry, I meant early internet. They cybered before they got there. No, it's like, it's early in their relationship. And um, all of a sudden, I'm bartending. I'm doing my thing. It's busy. And then all of a sudden, I hear him being like, so there's Sam Seaborn and Josh Lyman. They're oh both lawyers. I was like, Mrr! like my little doggy ears. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I was like, what? And he's talking about he worked on the Obama campaign. He's, like, inspired by, you know, our, our, our men, our boys in blue. Oh, and, my God. And then they, like, are closing out. And I was like, okay, here's your check. And the girl immediately rips her, like, card out of her wallet. Like, immediately is like, I'm paying for this. And I literally looked her in the eyes and I said, I can't believe he made you listen to him talk about the West Wing and you are paying for this. And she said, haha, I know. Oh my God, I don't, they didn't give you the proper recognition for that joke. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. Really I was funny. like, what in the, 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 what's happening? Great I was googly moogly is happening. <laughs> I was so bowled over by it. I was like, what? Well, give me, give me, give me, give us an age range with these two. I mean, they had to have been like 30s because he was saying he worked for the Obama campaign. But yeah. he he wasn't like, you know, I don't know. Was, they were both in their 30s and they were like, he was like 
like, as I said before he spoke, I was like, this is a good looking guy. She was like, you know, pretty, pretty girl, very thick hair. And sign of health, <laughs> sign of health and vitality sign of and fertility. I have very thin hair, so it's Me I too, noticed. Dude. These uh, yeah, yeah. You go, I clock it. I'm like, oh, you, you, you can, you do your hair with the hair tie. You, you do it twice. Meanwhile, I'm doing four, five loops. <laughs> again, again, again. You should bring that up on four chan. That they would be interested to hear that. <laughs> the incels are like, yeah, yes, the, yes, exactly, yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, that's really sad. If you, I think that everybody, I just don't think, I'm sorry, I don't think women should, if you're in a heterosexual kind of like situation, I don't think women should have to pay for drinks. Huh. Sure. Sorry. I mean, once you're in the relationship, obviously, but it's like, if someone suggested going Dutch on like, with the first five dates, I would be like, you will never see me again. Oh, wow. You'll get this $40 or whatever, and you'll never see me again. I guess it's more like, yeah, they should want to pay for you. Yeah, that's the whole thing. They should want to do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's also like if you are dating um, men, straight men, in this way, you should have, bring a crib sheet with you. So that you can have a couple of things. Oh, he, oh, now it's West Wing guy. And you have a little, you have a few kind of vocab words that you can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. toss it out. And then you can skip over that. And then he just thinks you know it. Yeah. Have a favorite episode title. Right. The Women of Kumar. That's Kelly's, for example. <laughs> That's a little inside baseball joke. Um, <laughs> for my West Wing Um. Anyways. <clears throat> Yes, that's sad for her and her future. I pray for I her. I know. I was like, oof, that is rough. I pray for her. Yeah, I don't have to deal with that out here yet. Yeah. They haven't They haven't found out about the West Wing yet. Yeah, it hasn't made it over here. <laughs> um, okay. Well, shall we dance? Shall we dance? <clears throat> yes. Um, well, this week we're doing um, kind of a, you know, kind of a fun episode. It's almost Thanksgiving here in the United States, our Thanksgiving, Um, problematic though it may be, we still celebrate. Um, So Kelly and I want to do a fun sort of, I feel like we've done these kind of episodes before. We're doing an imaginative play. A what if, if you will. A what if. Um, It's so important to play. It really is. That's what my Jungian therapist always tells me. (laughs) She gives me the wooden toys, and I sit on the ground, and I play. Once again, it is a Montessori school. (laughs) Sorry. They're all the same. I get them mixed up. Um, It's all the same. (laughs) In my opinion, it's all the same. (laughs) Uh, Oh, God, I send my three-year-old to a fucking union. I'm like, wait, I thought... (laughs) Sorry, I fucked up. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so we're basically going to be describing maybe our maybe our ideal Thanksgiving dinner. Yes, absolutely. Um, which you know what? I hope it's fun for you and for us because I think it will be. <laughs> Fuck off! I don't know, Kelly. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I think it will be. We just want to have fun with you guys. We don't want to bum wanna you fun. out. We don't want to bum you out. Okay. First question. 
Yeah. Not to be, like, um, <clears throat> basic or whatever, but a lot of debate around turkey and turkey sure. meat and eating turkey. Where do you fall? Uh, I hate to say it, but I, I, I don't do turkey, personally. Okay. When I'm cooking. Okay, and now we said it. And now we said it, and I don't, well, for one, I think it's, uh, it's, especially if you're having Thanksgiving in the city, or you live in a, you know, it's ridiculous to cook a turkey, unless you're truly having 20 people over. Yes. Why are we cooking a turkey? Just purely time, timing-wise, it's insane, to me personally. I just don't think it's that, it's not like a, it's not that much of a flavor change than chicken. Chicken, to me, arguably is better, so I'm just like, I cook two chickens. Yeah. So I I wouldn't be cooking, I'm not cooking turkey for my ideal Thanksgiving. How about you? I do like turkey. Interesting. And I like it, it's very important, the leftovers, like I'm very, like, I'm, Mm mm-hmm. I love, like, the next day making little sandwiches. Sure. And then I do prefer turkey to chicken in a sandwich, whereas, like, yeah, maybe night of, you're thinking, oh, this could just be chicken. But I think, for me, turkey, I love it. Interesting. In a sandwich. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. And um, so I think, for me, turkey is is... Is is an important part of Thanksgiving. Turkey's on the know. table for you. Turkey's on the Turkey's table. Turkey's on the table. Now, I will say that um, I know this is more of a Christmas thing, but a spiral cut ham. Yes. That's a good time. You know, I haven't had a spiral cut ham in a very long time. It was a constant in for the holidays, especially you and yeah. I. We have our southern our southern mothers. Yes. The ham the ham's going to be playing a role. Um, are you doing, are you, for your ideal Thanksgiving, are you doing like a sit down? Is it like a formal? I do. I like, I like a sit down. I like, um, my ideal Thanksgiving is, is not going to be, I mean, obviously I'm Catholic, so I've definitely had many Thanksgivings that are like, you know, four tables spread across the house and like the whole kitchen is dishes and then everyone serves themselves and we all sit and it's like millions of people and yeah, that's whatever. But if I think, which is a lot of fun. If I think about my ideal Thanksgiving though, I do like it to be like a dozen people I think would, would be where I max out and then have that be like, in my ideal Thanksgiving, I am also rich, so I have a big dining room table. And, yeah, right. There's a lot of things that you have to sort of uh, <laughs> assume when we're talking yeah. about these ideal Thanksgiving dinners. I think my mom, our dining room table that, actually I don't know if we have it anymore, but the one that I had like my whole life growing up, it was one of those ones that had um, leaves in it. Yeah, same. <clears throat> I think that's like <laughs> the coolest thing. <laughs> When the leaves come out. Yeah. Like, to me as a kid, like, it's such a, like, such a, um, for, like, powerful memory. And I didn't, as a kid, I was like, this is incredible. This is innovation. This is, this is, I mean, this is the peak. This is, they've, they've done something so magical and wonderful. And so I imagine, like, a giant table that I've put 18 leaves in, and it's just... Wow, like, it keeps going. Structurally, <laughs> it's going. Structurally not sound. <laughs> no. But it is, it is but there. But childhood me. 
Talk about um, union, my inner child. Yeah, really. That's <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you as a kid tap dancing on the leaves of the table. Um, that's I have such a strong association. Like cleaning to me is is brings memories of excitement and joy and anticipation because my mom would clean so much before anyone ever came over and it would make me also, therefore I had to like scrub the baseboards and like mm -hmm. wipe down the glass. So to me, cleaning and the preparation is so, that's mm -hmm. why I get a sick pleasure out of like cleaning still. And thank God. And thank you, mom. Actually, actually mom, thank, thank you, you for making me do an insanely long list of chores at any given moment. I appreciate it now looking back. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Um, okay, great. So the leaves are out. Turkey is in the oven. Yeah. There's roughly a dozen people of your choice. Yeah. <clears throat> That's correct. Throw out some names. Who's here? Oh, Who yeah, yeah, yeah. Who all's here? Who all's here? Who all is here? Okay. Are we, are we, are we, how grounded are we keeping this exercise? How grounded? Oh, wait, say it again? Like, um, is, is it reality? I don't think it has to be. If you want to okay. be like, oh, I wish James Dean was there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's on the list now. That would be fabulous. That would be fabulous. Why did I say James Dean? Okay. <laughs> That's my well, number I'm one. I'm going to kill myself. Okay, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Who would I want? Or maybe should we just, this is now our collaborative dinner. Yes, this is our dinner Our together. collaborative dinner. Okay, okay, great. It's our dinner together. Um, yeah, who... Like, who is an interesting... I mean, Lady Diana. Bring her to the table. No, I actually want Kristen Stewart dressed as <laughs> Lady Di, as Diana Spencer. I want her... And she can't say a word. She has to be so sad and quiet. And right. And that. her eyes have to be the size of saucers. Yeah. She needs to be blinking at any any given moment. How do you think that other girl who who recently played Diana feels right now? Uh, the girl who played around the crown. Yeah. I think they're doing two different things. I think she should come over too. Okay, bring her over. They are at the heads of the table. <laughs> yes, perfect. No, this is perfect. <laughs> it's Kristen Stewart versus, I think it was Elizabeth Debicki. I don't know. I can't remember. Okay, then also. Yeah. I would like Pete Davidson to be there. <laughs> he is a laugh and a half. He's obviously got some stories. <laughs> I would like him to be there. Okay, I, I think that's. I think he can come. <laughs> he can come. I, I like that too. You got to have. There's got to be a. It breaks the tension if there's any kind of <laughs> people cooking. It's like, oh, are we? That's what we're doing with the stuffing. And then Pete Davidson comes in and he's, you know, I don't know, takes his cock out. I don't know what he does. But. <laughs> Um, so, shows us one of his tattoos, and we all say, you're crazy, oh, Pete. Oh, you're crazy. Um, <clears throat> okay, great. Yeah, sure, he's in. Um, I don't know if any of the rest of our friends and family will, would like to come, but they're certainly welcome. <laughs> they're welcome. They're welcome. <laughs> Mom, dad. Um, do we want to bring in any cooking professionals? You know? You know what I think would be really scary is if and kind of fun is if halfway through we don't tell our guests what's going on 
Mm, we're sort of making some traditional, you know, we've got turkey. I love stuffing. I love green bean casserole. I kind of want, I, I want all those things. Right. There's a chill, a chill in the air. The door <laughs> flies open with a burst of wind, uh, you know, a gust of wind. Enter a shadow that becomes recognizable as Allison Roman. (laughs) (laughs) That is the last person I honestly expected you to say. She's wielding the... This is someone that I I believe Lillian would give salmonella poisoning to, (laughs) if she could, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) She's wielding... Her non-traditional, her sliced cranberry out mm. of the can. She's saying, right. everything here has to go. What are <laughs> you doing? This is fucking disgusting and stupid. And I'm a good host. Yes. I don't know what we do with that. Do we kick her out? I don't know. No. What we do, I think, we say, Pete, can you talk her <laughs> down? That's a storied romance right Pete, there. Go fuck Allison Roman. Go fuck Allison Roman into submission. Holy shit, it's perfect. We have it's perfect. That's a New York power couple, let's be honest. All right, I'm calling it now. <laughs> let's they're gonna be, be honest. They're going to be at the same wedding at some point. This is this is the the nouveau Carl Bernstein and Nora Ephron. And then it's going to go up in flames the same way. I wonder if Pete could give Allison the attention that she needs. I think he probably is, I think he probably lays like a pretty heavy campaign. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think that he's, I think he, he, he lays it on thick in the beginning. And I think that's what the ladies like. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. All right. Well, that's, that's all. Like. Phew. We don't have to do fucking, I don't know, whatever thing where she's like, this is disgusting. Who could possibly want bread or whatever? <laughs> right. right um, whatever. So, okay. Like, you have a salad? That's, ugh. Oh, my God. What is this? 2017. Um, great. All right. Problem solved. Um, Problem solved. <clears throat> all right. Uh, um, what do you... Oh, sorry. In terms of dessert, like, uh-huh. what do you, like, where do you fall? I I just, you know, I guess I'm just so boring with Thanksgiving, and I, and I just don't, to me, I don't care to innovate it. And I know you have to innovate it if you're working in food media, because what the fuck else are you going to write about every year? Which is why we're forced to read takes about food year after year, which is just, like, not True. the way things should be. Um... For me, I'm truly like two pies, two kinds of pies, whipped cream. We got pecan, we've got fucking pumpkin, done. I don't care. I don't put any extra effort into dessert. I think, I don't know. I think that that is, I feel much the same about Thanksgiving. It's like, this is not the dinner to, you know... There's no, yeah, exactly. No reason to innovate. Like, Let's like, focus on family. Mean? Let's focus on family and Pete Davidson. <laughs> this Who year. Is family? Who is family? Who is family? He's here. He's um, family. He's here. He's family. Um, I think that it's really, yeah, when people are trying to do like t- 
too much. It's like, okay, like, but, but ultimately everyone's coming in and they want stuffing. They want potatoes. They want, you know, because those are the best foods in the world. Yeah. IMO. IMO. I made a whole pot of mashed potatoes and ate it out of the fucking pot the other day. Because that's I what I needed. That. That's what I, I really needed. To, and I, while I took my midterm, I said, this, nothing will get me across the, this. The finish line. The finish line. Except this huge vat of mashed potatoes I just made myself. And I, really I got 98.6, so I think it worked. I think it worked. <laughs> yeah. Brain food, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they say, oh, have an almond. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're going to want about no, 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 roughly no, no. a pound of Yukon gold. <laughs> no, 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 no. You cannot trick me. You cannot trick me. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Um, okay, yeah. So you like the two pies? You don't throw in apples? Sometimes people do that. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I, I think... Pumpkin is very crush. I'm I'm a huge supporter of pumpkin pie. Um, and then I think you can play with the other one. Yeah, apple. I think last year I made a like a lemon lemon and cranberry pie that was really oh, that's good. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'm making so like a lemon can, cranberry bar thing. That sounds cute. Yeah, too. yeah. That's like a cute kind of fall fall moment. So I think you can you can be a little more. I also associate like coconut cake. Hmm. With that's more of a Christmas thing to me. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. But um, sometimes around the holidays, I'll be like, time to make a coconut cake. Mm, I want coconut cake. Yeah. That sounds good. Actually, you really can't do better than the frozen ones. So. I've... The Sara Lee or the Pepperidge yeah. Farm. Pepperidge Farm frozen coconut cake. They're like the I got you that for your birthday that one time. Yeah. And it's like a perfect yeah. square. It's a perfect square. And I got one recently during one of the hurricanes that, like, didn't, Happen. like, the abortive hurricane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, stock up, better get a coconut cake. <laughs> 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 I was like, I might be locked in the house. Power's going out. Better get a coconut cake. <laughs> that has to be frozen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I had a... I'm worried that... Um, not worried... I made a big deal about it where uh, people in my program want a place to have Thanksgiving and, and I didn't offer, I have not offered my home yet because I know that it will almost kill me uh, to host it to that level. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't just, know just, if it's just, just in, my at this moment, maybe next year. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I was like, I, I just know what it would take. Well, I would force myself to do, and it's like, I don't I know do if too. I'm in the right place for that right now to, like, yeah. to pull that off, which I would pull it off, but at what cost? Yeah, at what cost, for sure. <laughs> I don't think you should do it. <laughs> I don't want you, you're going to end up like Jackie. <laughs> you're going to end up with Natalie Portman playing Jackie. Like, we listen to Camelot. Like That's kind of how I think of you, actually. Thank you so much. Um, You're so welcome. Just, yeah, like a, a, a little bl- a black shift dress, like kind of hanging on my frame, like almost yeah. kind of off the shoulder because I can't quite, yeah, smoke. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shaking hand with a cigarette. Um, 
Yeah, so come maybe night. I'll just come night this way. <laughs> Won't you? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe I'll just have it. Kind I'm of... Greta Gerwig in that movie, like. <laughs> Well, we didn't really get into the details of our Thanksgiving dinner, but I think we're on the same page. I think so. I think so. I'll it's going to you... be very atmospheric. <laughs> <laughs> I um, when, when I said somebody was going to come through the door, were you thinking like Ichabod Crane or like who were you? <laughs> Headless yeah, I, like I could not. Like I was like, it's spooky, but also I just said food media. So I was like, is it going to be like... <laughs> I don't know, maybe like James Beard, like dead, someone dead, I think. Like, I was very, I was honestly didn't know where it was going. I think, but I think we tapped into something very powerful, which is the, the antidote to Allison Roman is Pete Davidson. I think we, yeah. I think we actually just created something very powerful. And I whether think, the, our listeners appreciate it or it's right for this podcast, unsure, but I think it, nevertheless, it is, it is. It's important. It's important. It's important. What we've done here today is important. <laughs> it's important work. Mm-hmm. Certainly more important work than I'm doing at school. That's for <laughs> Um God, I actually have so much to tell you, so we should end this podcast. Okay. <clears throat> um, sorry, everybody. Uh, I have to gossip to Kelly about things I can't yes. say on the podcast. We but love we can you, say listeners. On the Patreon, maybe. Maybe. Um. <laughs> Kelly's like, don't do that. Um, I'm like, mm, I'm scared for what she's going to say. No, no, I won't. Um, we don't have any new patrons uh, right now, this week, but we hope to have more soon. Um, and if you Next can... week you'll have a newsletter and, and maybe some new episodes or something. I don't know. We Definitely. Have, we have stuff coming. We have stuff coming. We've, it's been a little, you know, a little spotty because for obvious reasons I've been like, like a crazy person but that said i think the newsletter is going to be good though because it comes out on wednesday and on tuesday is my staff party oh great i'll be writing about that about all the sucking and fucking speaking of pete davidson that classic meme (laughs) that classic b-o-h-f-o-h meme true um so uh yeah we're gonna i'm getting back i'm gonna focus on family which is you patrons and um focusing on the family soon getting you some good content um because we appreciate you and uh this podcast unfortunately and it's wrong that it does but it costs money to create so yes we just have to recoup you know that's that's the idea and we we uh we appreciate your support that's my uh my public radio mm-hmm. public radio pitch you like it i loved it cool all right well we signing off you. okay <laughs> bye bye